Hey guys, I'm Trent. And I'm Garrett. And And we're we're Critically Critically Awesome. Alright guys, we're going to talk about all things Star Wars this episode. You're going to love it, I'm going to love it, because Star Wars is probably one of my favorite things. I don't know about you, Garrett, but I absolutely love Star Wars. It is my favorite topic to talk about, actually. (laughs) This week, a little bit of uh, my weekly review or half-monthly review... I uh, I watched Solo, a Star Wars story. It was actually really good. I'm quite surprised, actually. I was one of those people who said, I'm not going to go waste my money on this movie. This movie is going to be stupid. Kathleen Kennedy has ruined Star Wars, and so is Disney. Grrr. But then I was like, hey, Dad, you want to go watch? Many, many times. (laughs) It's on recording. It's, It's... on Father's Day, I was like, hey, Dad, uh, let's go out on a limb and go watch a Star Wars movie together. We'll go watch Solo. What do you think? So with my wife's permission, I went and watched Solo, a Star Wars story. <laughs> and pleasantly surprised. I actually, I actually really liked it a lot. You know, so did Dad. Dad was like, oh, this is one of the best movies ever. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's tanking in the box office. And that's because, honestly, Garrett, here's what I'm going to say. I think that we got the wrong spin-off movie first. You we needed so? to start with I think we needed to start with a character who is more captivating than Han Solo. And I know Han Solo is a very captivating person. But we needed to start with somebody who is known, something that somebody who everybody wants to see with an actor that everybody wants to have. And that would be Ken, uh, yeah, Kenobi, a Star Wars story. If they would have started with Kenobi, with Ewan McGregor playing, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi, that would have made box office records. I almost guarantee it. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. And still have Ron Howard at the helm, by the way. Ron Howard did an amazing job on this movie. I know there was a lot of setbacks and there was a lot of different issues with this move with this movie alone. And so that made Disney and Star Wars rethink their steps on what they should do. But if they would have Ron Howard and Ewan McGregor playing together, I think we would have had an amazing movie. But anyways, more on my weekly review. We're going to go ahead and roll on into that since, you know, so Solo, I kind of did a mild, a very mild review on it uh, because what, Garrett what has would not you, seen uh, it yet. Would, what would you rate it as? I would actually rate it at least an 8 out of 10. That's pretty good. It was a really good movie, like... There were times I was on the edge of my seat. I was scared. I was like, holy crap, is Han Solo actually going to make it out? Even though, of course, we all know that he does. It, it left me... I left the theater knowing more about Han Solo than I thought I should. In a good way. He has love. He, he fell in love with somebody before he fell in love with Leia. That's why he's so such a hardened person. And the love of his life at the time was they grew up on the same planet and it's a planet of criminals and thieves and and scoundrels and stuff like that they kind of relate more than what Han Solo and Leia do which I think that's another reason why people don't like it is because it's not Leia who Han Solo is in love with it's somebody else I'm not going to spoil it because once again Garrett has not seen it yet yeah I'm going to try to go see it this weekend hopefully 
Maybe I think you're gonna like it just just as much as I did, if not more. Uh, there's there's space battles. We find out why the Millennium Falcon looks the way that it does. Uh, Donald Glover's Lando Calrissian is on point. I absolutely love Lando. Lando is an awesome character, but at the same time, he's one of those people that you he, you're, he's one of those people you love to hate. If you remember from Empire, no, it was Return of the Jedi. Sorry, my bad. No, no, you had it right. It was Empire. You sure it's Empire? Yeah, it's when, um, that's when they found out that, you know, Luke is Darth Vader's son. He loses his hand. They take Han that's Solo. Right. So if you remember in Empire, um, Lando is the guy who everybody loves to hate. He, we find out Han and Lando have a history together. We kind of find out what that history is. We also find out how Han won the the Millennium Falcon from Lando. It's actually quite good, cool too. The way you see that, you just you, all those little, little things start to click together, and so you're like, "Wow, that's that's really cool." I've heard a lot of good things about Donald Glover's uh, rendition of Lando Christian. Not only that, but he's just an amazing actor. Like, like even there's a even, his, even his small little part in Spider Man was awesome. I mean, it, it's just, he's a really good actor. He's got a personality that attracts you to him. Yeah, he has like a re- yeah, really good charisma. I mean, that's pretty much what the best way to say it. Yes, that's very true. That's one really good way to say it. One other thing that we I watched in it this last couple weeks was, was all of the Justice League animated movies I could find on Hulu. If you ever want to know anything about the Justice League or Batman and Superman or even the Teen Titans, the Hulu has a, such a wide selection of Justice League Teen Titan movies that are very well written. They are just amazing. There's, uh, I mean, Kevin Conroy doesn't voice Batman in all of them, which is very sad. But the ones that he does, you're more captivated and you absolutely just love Batman even more. There's one there, Batman and John Constantine team up together to fight demons and stuff like that. It's a, it's called Justice League Dark. And it's it's a very magical one and Batman kind of plays the role that he does in the Justice League movie or no, it was Batman v Superman where they were taking on Doomsday, he was just kind of there and then you know, he does one really badass thing and then he's in the shadows again and then while the while um john constantine and i think it's i forgot her name but she's um she's a magician also anyways it's it's a uh, those are really good movies on hulu garrett you should definitely check them out i don't know if yeah you i was going to because remember that was going to be our next topic that was going to be this week's topic yeah, but and, we're going to do uh, star wars this time a lot of stuff has happened between that when we decided that and now so i didn't get a chance to do that so i don't i have kind of a weak update on my end but uh once you get done i will let the listener know on my what i have done these past couple weeks i watched the Green Mile. It's a good one. Uh, finished it today. Is it's always a good one. It's if you don't cry at the end of that movie, you're not a human being. That's for sure. I don't know about what you think about that. Do you, do oh, you no. agree with me? Oh or yeah, am I definitely. Wrong? Like it's it has such a good story. I mean, it even I don't know. It just you know Tom Hanks. You know, he's just amazing in the in that movie. And just the the way it ends, man. It like 
the way it, well it begins and ends i mean it, you just get to you get so entwined with this guy telling this story about what he used to do and then you just kind of find out that he's actually something really special now because of something because of what the person gave to him john coffee yeah which he's, like the drink only spelt differently which actually that actor's gone now He's no longer yeah, Michael with us. Clark Duncan. Yeah, that's, that's very sad. Going back to what you said about Tom Hanks and his amazing acting skills, you can just in part of the movie, he's um, suffering from a very bad bladder infection, and he's he uses the term "I'm pissing razor blades." For a man pissing razor blades, I'm doing fine. And John Coffey, like the drink only spelt differently, says, "Boss, I need to see you." Right after, by the way, this is right after, let's see, uh, Billy the Kid gets in jail and, like, knees him in the balls, and the rest of the the E-Block crew goes to the infirmary to get checked up and stuff like that, and Tom Hanks falls down to his knees in pain, and you can just see him, see in his face how much in pain he really is. Even though it's Tom Hanks acting, it's it's still, you feel it, because of how well he portrays it on the screen. And then you hear John Coffey go, Boss, I need to see you. And that really deep Michael Clark Duncan voice, it's just, he capti- he captivates the scene too. When you've got two great actors like Tom Hanks and Michael Clark Duncan on the screen, it's just, wow. I'm pretty sure that if it didn't win an Oscar, it needed to. He grabs him down by in his area and he heals him. I know that you guys have probably seen the movie. It's a three-hour-long movie, and it's one of the best movies ever made in the entire world. Uh, ironically, it's off of uh, it's uh, based off of a Stephen King novel, and that novel is actually even more graphic than what the movie is. So, it's a good read. I've read it before, and that's coming from somebody who never reads books. <laughs> uh, anything else you got on your update? I think I'm going to end it there. Okay. I'll go ahead and let you take it over, especially since we're going to try to keep it at 30 minutes. Okay. Well, uh, like I said, I've had a lot going on these past couple of weeks, so I haven't had a whole lot of time to uh, watch um, any movies or TV shows. I watched National Treasure because it was on Netflix, and it's a good classic. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Hey, it's don't knock Nicolas Cage trying to steal I'm going to knock Nicolas Cage. I can't stand him. No, this this is when he's still good, Okay. At least some. There was a time when he was. Good. Yes, this is this is at least decent. I mean, it's a good movie. It's good. It's it's well written de- decently. Then I watched uh, Thor Ragnarok because that's, that's on Netflix. A good movie. I think I've watched that like three times. I would like to uh, refute what I said. I don't know if it was on this past episode, part two or part one of Infinity War. I said that I didn't like Thor Ragnarok that much at all. Well, Which I is watched blasphemy. It. I watched it again, of course. I watched it actually probably two or three times so far now since that, that episode. And I would have to say everything has changed since my at least my opinion on it. I give it two thumbs up, which I know you can't see me, but I'm giving two thumbs up uh, on it. It's actually really amazing because I, I – uh, which I, of course I, I enjoy uh, mythology in itself. You know, uh, so I enjoy the story of Thor, Odin, Loki, and all that, and it just 
the fact that it actually does not have to do with anything that is going on, on Earth, except for, of course, there's one little part in the beginning with uh, Doctor Strange, which is awesome scene, by the way. I really like the part where he gives them beer. Yeah, And then yeah. he automatically refills it without even thinking. He's in the middle of a conversation about Loki and trying to get him off the world, and then, you know, Thor just guzzles beer, and then he's like, mm, that was really good, and then just fills right back up. I'm like, I need that glass. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. But anyways, like, the fact that it doesn't even have to do with the Earth in general, that it deals with everything, like, all the different planets that are all the realms and everything, that's what makes it really awesome is that you get to see true space. Just like, that's why I love Guardians of the Galaxy is because of that as well. Where, because I love space, that's why I love Star Wars, everything like that, sci-fi in general. And so the fact that you get to see this in this movie and not have to deal with the usual... Marvel bullshit. It's awesome. Uh, definitely go see. So if does you've that mean seen it. you and I are going to join Space Force? <laughs> Let's do it. I would join that. TV wise, I finished the Tudors, which deals with uh, Henry VIII. It's really good. Tudor. Has Henry Cavill in it. Has uh, Jonathan Myers, which is the guy he plays Henry VIII, and it's a really good TV show. If you have not watched it, it's he kinda, said Tudor. It's like a ten-year-old. TV shows though so there's only four seasons worth Westworld I have definitely not caught up I'm like two episodes behind so don't tell me anything uh, watch some BoJack Horseman I'm like however many seasons there is behind <laughs> there's only two seasons so you're good uh, then like I two seasons behind then I started watching The Ranch because uh, the new season came out and it's it's pretty good I'm like three episodes in I do believe and it's uh, it's pretty good so far I, I, actually, I really enjoy The Ranch it's really has a lot of great written drama. Not like over-the-top drama, but real-life drama. What I'm afraid of, I haven't started the new season because of the whole allegation with, um, oh, what's his name? Yeah, the guy who plays Rooster. Yeah, I mean, it's it's stupid, you know. It's... Yeah, he's in he's in there so far, three episodes in, so... Well, he's in it all the way until the end of this next season, and... Or this season that's coming up. From what I hear, they wrote him out terrible, terribly. Well, you know, they had we'll to write see. him out somehow. But I haven't watched it yet. I need to watch it. But at the same time, I'm also kind of boycotting it for firing Danny Mc, not McBride, but it's Danny something. Yeah. Uh, then to finish it all off, podcasts and audiobooks that I've been kind of listening to. Finished uh, Harry Potter, Prisoner of Azkaban. Pretty good. Almost done. I oh, know. Actually, just finished today. Game of Thrones dances with dragons. Danny Masterson is his name. Oh, way to go, Google. Uh, then also, I am BD. Also, a couple podcasts that I have been listening to recently is Mission to Zix, which is a like a drama podcast where it it's really it's actually really cool because it's a it it's a sci fi podcast. And you kind of follow the adventure of Plex, Plex Dexeter, which is an ambassador for like the Galactic Alliance, and it, it you gotta you gotta go and see it's Mission to Zix. That's Z Y X X. It's a really good podcast. Uh, good job, Brain. If you like trivia, that's I highly suggest. That's probably one of the best trivia podcasts out there. And uh, the last podcast on the left, which they just kind of talk about weird stuff that happens in the news and that has happened in the news. Also, I, I've been meaning to do this uh, since we stopped doing our video podcast. 
there's actually a really, really cool app that I use when I'm watching TV shows. It's called TV Time. I highly recommend it. So what you do is you you uh, f- pretty much like follow all all your shows that you have. And as you're watching them, you can say you watched this episode, and it keeps track of what episode you're on, as well as it tells you when a new episode airs, as well as when a new season is going to be airing. By the way, we're not sponsored by that. No, I'm, we're not, but it's it's a really cool app. I highly do recommend that. But speaking of sponsors, are you done? Yeah, go by ahead. By the way. Yeah. I don't know. I just want to make sure you're done with your weekly update. If you're not, then I'll let you continue. Then we'll go into a sponsorship before we go into our main subject. Go ahead. I'm going to take it away, Tater Chip. All right, so sponsors. We are actually sponsored by uh, coffeeclub.com. That is coffeeclub, K-O-F-F-E-E-K-L-U-B.com. Coffeeclub.com is a monthly subscription box for any coffee that you want. You get it roasted and ground the way that you would like. And it gets to you every month. And if you want to sign up for it, this this month, you can get 50% off of your first box by going to the offer code, typing in the offer code critically awesome, and that will give you a 50% off your first box. Now, so uh, li- the listeners don't, it doesn't matter if it's capitalized or not, correct? It's all just, is it one word or is it just critically awesome two words? It is all one word, and I would highly recommend capitalizing all those words because that's the way he sent it to me. So offer code critically awesome in the promo code and you will get 50% off your first box. Yeah, definitely definitely go and do that if you want some coffee because it will help support our podcast as well as our buddy Austin's um, business. He actually roasts his own beans and he's actually looking to do that more for other people as well. But uh, definitely go and check it out if you want to have a weekly subscription of coffee. It's monthly, Our and I've tried it myself. It is fantastic. Uh, I highly recommend it to anybody who wants it, especially any of our listeners. Also, I'd want to throw in At Last Bridal Box. It is a monthly subscription for for the bride-to-be. What, what they do is they ask you a few questions, like what's your name, when are you getting married, and where are you from, and they will send you several different things every month up until the day of your wedding, of what you will need for the big day. So, check out At Last Bridal Box. There's no offer code for us on that yet, but I will definitely get in contact with the owner and see what we can possibly do for you guys. All right, let's go ahead and take it away with our main subject. What is the future of Star Wars? In a galaxy far, far away. We don't but know not where that long ago. We don't know where it's going to go. <laughs> Not that long ago, after the box office bomb of Han Solo, yeah, or Solo, a Star Wars story, this is where we begin. Actually, I think what I'm going to blame first is a Last Jedi, the Last Jedi. I no, I don't know why would you want to do? Why would you blame that though? Because it did make over a billion dollars. It made over a billion dollars, but that was like opening weekend, basically. Opening weekend, it was huge because everyone was like, yes, I want to see who Ray's parents are. I want to find out more about Emperor Snoke. I want to find out more about the Knights of Ren. And we got none of that. It was a big disappointment. Everyone's pissed off at The Last Jedi. And then it made a ton of money overseas. So it, the box office ratings for that movie alone was like Batman v Superman. It was really cool at the beginning, and then it went... <laughs> 
right down the crapper. I I still enjoyed it. <laughs> I I I wish I could. I I think I hate that movie just as much as I hate Attack of the Clones or The Phantom Menace. Yeah, I don't think that's, it has its good points. That's possible to be honest. No, no, it is possible. It crushed my every hopes and dreams for Star Wars. Like I I have a lot of hope for the next movie coming up because J.J. Abrams is at the helm again. But I swear to God, now that I know that Ryan Johnson is in charge of the next trilogy of the Star Wars franchise, yeah, I have. I don't want to say I have no hope. I don't want to say I have no hope because I said the same thing about Solo. Speaking of that, though, you know, because Ryan Johnson's trilogy, it's actually going to be outside of the episodic the Skywalker saga, the episodic Star Wars franchise. So it's going to have little. It's have little or no connection to the Star the Skywalker bloodline, which I absolutely love because I want to see more of this world that we have been building for almost thirty years. I see wanna, that's the great thing about Solo. There's nothing to do with Star Wars at all. Like you don't even need Darth Vader. I mean Darth Maul. It, no, oh. Darth Vader is no. There's no Skywalkers at all in Solo, a Star Wars story. Yeah. And and that's the thing, like that's what I really I actually am looking forward to Ryan Johnson's trilogy because I, I hate Ryan Johnson. He just he needs no, to well, wipe you, his you, hands you're, Star Wars. you're only basing it off one movie though. Yeah. That's he that, had that's his chance. All, no no no, that's only one movie. George Lucas had three movies and he still fucked it up. So But they're still better than The Last Jedi. No, no, like okay, what I'm talking about is this though. Is that the fact uh since he, Ryan Johnson's trilogy is not gonna be part of the Skywalker bloodline it's no longer going to it's probably not going to be like episode 12 or 13 it's probably going to And they need to reshoot the last jedi and like let somebody else take over for it that's like there's an actual petition for that too I don't want to that reshoot though. the last I don't, jedi I don't no want that. I do because the storyline doesn't line up at all and it's retarded they made him drink blue milk from a freaking space cow's titty he made Luke Skywalker look retarded it pissed me off Luke Skywalker is one of the coolest baddest Jedi out there and he handled himself in uh, okay I'll give him one thing that is really good about that movie he handled himself against the entire first order in the most Jedi way possible he used no violence at all and he still defeated them while letting the rebels run away yeah yeah I agree that was the only good thing and that was like the most true teaching of Yoda ever that is one good thing we got to see really cool, we had to see a lot more powers uh, of the Jedi, which I liked. I mean, at first I didn't, I wasn't a hundred percent on board with whole, Leia's whole thing. Now that I watched a couple times, I'm okay with it. I mean, I scientifically lo- speaking, Le- the thing that happened to Leia at the very beginning of the movie, yes, that is scientifically plausible. Yeah, and also, I mean, it also could be like a flight or flight kind of thing where her body created a force field around her too. And honestly, that's probably the most like actual thing that could happen to your body in space because you're not going to freeze instantly like you see in most of the movies. It's going to take a while. But at the same time, it's so ridiculous. I I actually kind of wish they got rid of her at that point, but I know at that point she was also not, she did not pass. So uh, she had a lot more story to it, but I thought that's actually... She still got a lot more story. I thought they were actually going to... That's where they were going to, you know, uh, kill her off in the movies since... She's passed, you know, which I wonder they how they're. To I, that's gonna be, that's gonna be curious how they're gonna do Carrie Fisher's part in episode nine. I wonder if that's gonna be kind of an off-screen kill, maybe. Maybe nice, most I mean, likely, or they'll CGI her face. What I think is gonna happen, 
since the third movie was supposed to be about General Agana, they're going to replace her with Lando Calrissian. That'd be pretty cool. Because there's been rumors of Lando coming back in episode 9. What do you think about that? Do you think that that's a, a possibility at all? I think they missed their opportunity for Lando to be in The Last Jedi when we, they were at the casino planet. Fucking casino. <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's get a little more uh, into the future here, not what's been passed. Uh, in fall of 2018, there's actually going to be a new Star Wars animation cartoon series coming out. It's called Star Wars Resistance which uh, it is to focus on a young resistance pilot slash spy whose job is to keep tabs on the nymphamous First Order. So it's going to be probably, I'm going to guess, either between Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, or it's going to be before The Force Awakens. I'm really not 100% it's, sure. I'm I have a feeling, I think I, if I remember right, it's going to be right before The Force the Force Awakens. Okay. Uh, showing the the beginnings of the resistance since the first order is and, starting to come you up. know with disney's uh the the whole fact of how amazing you know clone wars was and then and also and then rebels. also rebels i mean hopefully this is going to be another good animation star wars that we will be able to even us as adults well if you want to call us adults uh <laughs> that we you know we get to actually enjoy even though it's a for you know it's a kid's cartoon because even like which I've, I still need to start Rebels, but from what I've heard, like Rebels is actually pretty dark for a kids cartoon. It's really good though. Yeah, it's which so I want to I want to see it. Now they need to have Dave Filoni and Justin Ridge being directing directing it in order for it to be good. Those two were the ones who helmed Clone Wars and also Rebels. I agree. I agree. If, if so, my don't if it's not f- broken, don't fix it. Me personally, I think that they need to direct a live-action Star Wars. All right. Movie speaking too. of that, speaking of that, I have that written down. It's around 2019 is possibly is when it's gonna they start doing that. But John Favreau, which is the director of Iron Man and the Jungle Book, uh, which he's um, what's his name in Iron Man? He's in Iron Man actually as well. Happy, happy. Uh, he is to write and produce a live-action series for Disney's streaming video platform. Actually, so when Disney comes out with their own form of Netflix, essentially. Uh, which that platform is expected to launch in 2019. Now, I know, if I remember correctly, Triton, you didn't really like the idea of having a live-action uh, start, or you you liked it, but you thought it would be too much to do it. But I absolutely love this idea. I I hope they do it really well. And with John Favreau at the helm, I think they will do an amazing job. That's exactly what I was going to say. Now that I know that John Favreau is at the helm of that, I have no doubts in my mind that this is going to be an amazing film. John Favreau is an amazing director and writer, and he absolutely loves Star Wars. Yes, you took he the words right it. out of my mouth. <laughs> he loves it probably more than we do, and that's saying a lot. I love Star Wars. And apparently he's voiced characters in the live-action films as well as the animation mo- uh, shows. No, wouldn't surprise me. I can look uh, it up, though. So, of course, you know, in 2019 of December, Star Wars Episode Nine is going to be coming out. And J.J. Abrams is going to be directing that. Uh, it's going to be a pretty interesting to see what they do with this because all the original cast members from the original trilogy are pretty much far and few between now because we've gotten rid of you know Leia. We don't know what they're going to do with Leia. Han Solo's gone. Uh, so is Luke, which Luke Luke maybe may come back. Who knows? 
it's going to be really interesting because going from the less traditional theme of Last Jedi going to who J.J. Abrams is more of a traditional guy of Star Wars compared to Ryan Johnson. Where he just completely decided to wipe the slate clean and start new. Yeah, so it's going to be a really interesting uh, thing they do with uh, Episode Nine, And, which I'm still going to go see it, of course, but it's going to be quite a bit... It's going to be really interesting. Even though I, I'm going to see it because J.J. Abrams is back at the helms, and I absolutely know what J.J. Abrams is capable of doing with Star Wars. I loved The Last... Uh, I loved The Force Awakens. And also, I, I loved all the Star Trek movies he made, so... Yeah, the Star Trek movies are amazing, too, except for the last one. That one was just okay. But he didn't have as much grip on that one as he did the first two. Yeah. Also, I also read that the creators of Game of Thrones are also slated to make a series of movies for Star Wars. Uh, back in February of this year, Lucasfilms announced that Game of Thrones creators David Benoff and B, uh, D.B. Wittes will write and produce a series of movies. So that means it's it's more than two. It could be a whole trilogy or a whole saga. Who knows? Um, it's set. It's going to be set outside of the episodic uh, films, of course, and it's also going to be separate from Johnson's trilogy as well. So they get to have their own little corner of the Star Wars universe as well. See, this has all been put on hold. Everything has been put on hold now, except for episode now, 9. Now, from what I I also I also read though, that's not a it's not 100% like they just didn't get any comment on that from the Disney the studio representatives essentially. But I mean, I I'm sure they're probably putting on hold at the moment, but I I'm, I'm sure they're There's also been, I also read there's been talk of Maybe Ryan Johnson's, or not even that, like maybe like episode 10 could be maybe a decade down the road, uh, which would actually be a really good idea if they're going to, you know, continue with the saga, but also then have all these separate trilogies running around instead of having the spinoffs. You know what else I think is also a contributing factor to the decline of Star Wars and the lust of it? What's that? We got too much. I, I agree. With, I agree with that because if you think about it, there's about a generation in between each Star Wars. You know, there's there's about fifteen to twenty years or so between the original trilogy and prequels. Well, probably fifteen. Yeah, fifteen years. Twenty. Because uh, well, the last one was like in eighty four, I think, and so and then it came in ninety nine. So it's around between fifteen and twenty, and then between the prequels and the the sequels. We have about 10 years. So the fact that that's just how we're used to seeing Star Wars, that's what it needs to keep going as far as, I think, as far as the saga continuing. But also, I, uh, I'm i definitely down for to see more of this amazing universe that we have I think been they seeing. should have also, instead of making a Boba Fett movie, because nobody was, I mean, there were people looking forward to it, but at the same time, nobody really wanted that. Yeah, I, I'm not. Of course, looking, I'm not I've, looking forward to that as much as the Obi Wan Kenobi standalone. Yeah, movie. everyone wants Obi Obi Wan. We want to see Obi Wan. You know who else I think would make an awesome standalone movie? Who's that? Captain Phasma. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if she's not the. She's such a strong leader. She is, but we don't no, see she, it. That we don't see it in the movies. Exactly. They 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 screw her up in the movies. Unfortunately, if you read the comic books, oh my god. 
not only would that make Star Wars and Lucasfilm look good for having such a strong leading woman standalone movie, but that would also, I mean, look at the actress behind it. She could she could carry her own movie. She could make that her own. They could start off from where she began, who she is, her need to survive, what happens to her in between Last Jedi and or The Force Awakens and Last Jedi. Even in the original trilogy, for like Bubba Fett, he had he didn't really do a whole lot. He's just he was. No, he, it's just like how Darth Vader was in the original trilogy as well. Like we got a lot of great scenes with him, but we didn't get like the badass like Darth Vader that we actually know him to be. Which, and that's what people want too. Which we, which we get, which we get a little bit in Rogue One, which is absolutely amazing. That's why I love Rogue One. You know, I would actually I wouldn't mind seeing a Darth Vader one. I mean, just where he's at, maybe right after he finds out that Luke's alive. Because there's also a comic book where he find it's right after he finds out Luke's alive after Star Wars. And he's pretty much hunting down Luke, trying to get him. And so he's just destroying things. I mean, he's like a loose cannon. I, I agree, though, Trenton. It's because we have been so oversaturated the past, like, five, four or five years now that it if you just don't like this one Star Wars movie, just wait next year and you'll have another chance, you know, to like one. And I think that they need to do some leadership change at Lucasfilm also. I think Kathleen Kennedy, she had a good idea, but also they need to stick with well-known directors and not just people off the street. Yeah. Not lesser-named directors. You need to stick with people who know what they're doing. And that's what they're going to be redoing. They're going to be reshaping it all and using well-known directors. Now, one thing I really hope that that they do stick with is that they find these actors that are practically nobody— and then make them into somebody. That's what they, you know, that's what they did with Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford, with uh, the original trilogy. And then, the, you know, this one they have, you know, they have Daisy Ridley. They have I can't remember who plays Finn, but you know, it just Sean Boyega. Yeah, yeah. You you have these no name actors, and you get to make them famous with this amazing franchise. See, you know? the thing is, is Harrison Ford was a known actor. Well, he he was yeah, he was known, but he was known only to like really George Lucas cuz cuz he was also in a lot of George Lucas films before. American Graffiti yeah. was the one that he was in and him and Ron Howard actually. Anyways, I think we're going to have to wrap it up here. Do you have any closing thoughts before we finish I, up? I mean, if you if you absolutely love Star Wars, there might be some that you do not like at all, but if you still love the franchise, just don't badmouth the actors because it's not their fault i mean <laughs> yeah there is no need for hate or discontent for actors in general hate and for anybody yeah, yeah. anybody but, there's no need for hate but they get they get more of the brunt force of everything because they're out in the spotlight but so just enjoy the movies don't be a bitch and don't complain if you're gonna complain just criticize like we do but still love them Oh yeah, I absolutely love all the actors. You know what they did; they tried their best to make the the movie. It was just the writer's fault. Honestly, Captain Phasma could have gone out in a more epic way instead of a big ball of fire and being killed by somebody besides Finn. All right, let's Sorry. wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, before I go on a rant about the Last Jedi again. Anyways, my closing thoughts: I still love Star Wars. Star Wars is one of my absolute favorite things. It's my favorite movies to watch if I'm ever needing something to watch. It's always 
Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, and then that's about it. And then Last Jedi, yes, but I will skip the Ewoks. No, the Jedi Rocks is the one I, part that I skipped. The Ewoks are fine. Okay. Difference in opinion, but we I still love you for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there. Go ahead and close this out. All right, guys. Well, hope you like this episode of Critically Awesome. Make sure to catch us on anywhere you like to listen to podcasts, that being Apple Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, TuneIn. And also make sure to check out our website, which is criticallyawesome.net. That's where you can also find our, our episodes as well as any news that we have out there. Uh, anything else you want to add, Trenton, to that? Uh, definitely visit our Facebook and Instagram page. We try to keep you as up-to-date as possible on those. Please tell us what you think about our episodes. We absolutely love the positive feedback. I've gotten a lot of positive feedback face-to-face with some of my friends who listen to our podcast. But please go ahead and leave us a comment on our Facebook or Instagram page. Leave us a message for all you care. If you want to be a part of Critically Awesome one time, we would love to have you as a guest. It would be fantastic. It's always great to have more than two opinions. We'll definitely try to rope you in on something. And if you have, any, you guys, if you have any ideas for future podcasts, please let us know on Facebook or Instagram, even Twitter, any of those. Personal messages, we would love to hear from you guys. Yes, we enjoyed feedback, regardless if it's good or bad. But not too bad because I have, I have uh, feelings. All right. Well, I'm Garrett, and I'm critically awesome. And I'm Trent, and I'm critically awesome. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye.